Mm. What's that? Um, so, you know, throughout the week, I've been kind of just meditating on some things. And, um, you know, it kind of hit me that a lot of times I say things without explaining them deeply. Um, and one of those things is you might assume that because of the messages that I've spoke that I don't really uh, believe in education, right? But it's not that I don't believe in education. Are y'all with me? Do y'all understand what I'm saying? You can be an educated person and still be highly used by God, if not more so for whatever you're called to do. Um, so don't take away the fact that all Christians are just ignorant in the world completely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Education is not a bad thing. But uh, I wanted to bring this message uh, for my educated folks. And, um, you know, sometimes I, I make myself out to be a fool by boasting often in my shortcomings and in my ignorance because I've learned that that is true wisdom. Uh, but when I was younger, I actually struck out and studied everything and anything and all things, religion, philosophy, you name it. I mean, I've studied every religion that I've ever heard of. If I've heard of it, I went and looked at it, you know, no expert, more like a jack of all trades, right? Master of none. You know, it's interesting because what had happened to me at the age of 22 is I encountered the Spirit of God. And something about that encounter put a hunger in me to know. I never read a book till I was 22 years old. Didn't participate in any of my, my reading awards in school. I didn't get no little marks for reading books. None of that. But as I grew, when I encountered the Lord, God put something inside of me that caused me to desire to want to know. And it was through knowledge that I figured out that knowledge is not so great. But don't twist my words, because knowledge is a fruitful growth of faith. You understand? But I, I, I want to talk to people uh, to understand because a lot of times I run into extremely educated people, right? And I play the fool so often that they think that my Christianity might be foolish too or that I don't know. And sometimes I want to give them the revelation that I got. But how many knows I can't? How many knows to receive the truth? You can't receive it by knowledge. It's by revelation and manifestation and by God himself. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, the question here is, what is truth? And if you have your Bibles with me, I want you to turn to John chapter 18, verse 33. John chapter 18, verse 33. 
Is everybody good? Is y'all hot? Y'all warm? Just right, Miss Yvonne said. Praise God. Must be good in here then. Uh, 1833. Are y'all there? Then Pilate entered. And this also shows you my ignorance. I can't even say that word. Par, partorium. Again. And called Jesus and said to him, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, are you speaking for yourself about this or did others tell you this concerning me? Pilate answered him, am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight for me. So that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. And then Pilate asked him, he says, therefore, he said to him, are you then a king? Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. And for this cause, I was born. And for this cause, I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth, hears my voice. Here's the uh, main question. Pilate said to him, what is truth? What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in this man at all. And it also says when uh, they, they said his fault was that he claimed to be the son of God, it says that Pilate feared all the more. But the question he asked Jesus, Jesus never even answers him about what is truth. This word that is used uh, in truth is uh, aletheia in the Greek. And it's uh, it's it's described as something that's hidden, that is revealed. It's a word that uh, in ancient times, like animals or, or, or uh, you know, creatures and little bugs, because the sun was so hot, they would run and hide under rocks until the sun would go away. Right. The light. Right. Uh, and it's almost the notion of removing the rock to see what is hidden behind it. Aletheia, revealed. It means unclosedness, unconcealedness, disclosure, or truth. And I'm bringing you in this direction because I need you to understand that uh, through intelligence you can't know God. As a matter of fact, you can study and study and study. You know, I got to the point where I study, study, and study, and I was asking myself, what am I even looking for? I have no idea what I was even look. Even to this day, I still study. If I hear something about anything, the Phoenicians, the Athens, anything, I go and study. And I ask myself, what are you even looking for? I don't know. I still don't know. I just study everything to study it. But the, the, the thing that I'm trying to explain to you is. 
I can study until I'm blue in the face and never see or know God. To see or know God is a manifestation, a revelation. And uh, you can go through this world and encounter several people and you will realize that if God doesn't reveal it to them, you can't show them. The only thing you can do is bear witness with the spirit that's in you. When Jesus spoke to Pilate, Pilate knew something. He was afraid of this little Jewish carpenter. His heart probably burned within him. He's like, I find no fault in this man. He might not have known what it was, but he sensed the spirit in it. But what I'm telling you is, as much as I want to teach somebody else about God and the uh, the knowledge of God and the things of God, it takes a revelation from God. And uh, I want to bring you down this path because when I say things like uh, faith over knowledge, I'm saying uh, faith by revelation through Jesus Christ over knowledge. I'm not saying knowledge is pointless. I'm just saying it has less value to knowing God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, and I want to talk about three educated men in the Bible and uh, maybe make the point that I'm trying to make even better for you. Uh, and those three men, uh, one is Daniel, the other is Moses, and then, of course, Paul the Apostle. Every single one of these men were highly trained in the kingdom of God, I mean, in the kingdom of this world. They were trained, uh, Daniel was trained by the Babylonians. He could read the stars and do all kind of stuff. He knew knowledge about the uh, the Babylonian system of things we could only dream of. Knowing and understanding. Do you understand what I'm saying? He was educated from a young man to serve in the king's court amongst other astrologers and wise men. Why am I telling you this? That knowledge alone would not have got Daniel to where he was going. Do you understand? It was because Daniel was illuminated by God himself and raised up in the courts. So it wasn't the knowledge that Daniel had of all the world. It was the knowledge and revelation of God that brought him to where he went. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? And not only this, his reputation was this. Daniel, he's possessed with the holy God. His God will reveal all things to him. Revelation. Are you with me? Because, see, we seek the truth and don't realize we're actually looking for the person. It's a spirit. The spirit of truth. How does the Bible say you can know the truth? And the truth will lead you into all things if you already know the truth. How, do, well, how does that make sense? It's because the truth is a spirit. I'm going to get there. But I find it amazing because we, we seek to know and, and try to understand everything in the flesh. But I want to say this. Don't underestimate me in the flesh because I asked every question that every person asked. As a matter of fact, I took the, what is it, the Socratic method of questioning everything. Uh, not even 
on purpose. It's just what I did. I was curious and questioned everything. Then you got Moses who was trained by the Egyptians. All of this was very important for their destiny, but it was that God was with them. Do you understand? That made the difference. <coughs> Daniel would have just probably never even been in the king's court at all if it wasn't for the Spirit of God. Do you understand? And at the very best, he would have just been another wise man in the king's court. Do you understand? That's what I'm trying to, to tell you. Is that knowledge is valuable in the world system to know some things. Just like Moses, he learned the ways of the Egyptians. And Paul was a Roman citizen. Paul was actually pretty wealthy and uh, he was educated by one of the greatest teachers there was. But what does Paul say? I count everything a loss for the knowledge of Christ. Don't you think that's interesting? You know what's even more funny is that a lot of the stuff that Socrates says, Paul actually says too, in a different way. Sometimes Paul even quotes some of the philosophers and you're like, well, what's going on here? And I'm going to explain something to you about this because the devil is a master of lies, not because everything he says is a lie. He actually comes at you with the truth and then twists about 20% on the end of it. Do you understand? That's how he approaches Jesus. He quotes the scriptures, right? Are you with me? This is how his ministers work too. You got to understand that God is true, is light. He's the creator of all things. He's the heavenly father. He creates. That's his part of his nature. Satan, on the other hand, only mimics. And when I say that, he, he creates the, the things he creates is lies and confusion and chaos. A thousand points of light. A thousand points of light. The Bible says that Satan, and if you don't believe in Satan, I mean, we just, if you don't believe the Bible, we have no conversation. You understand? I believe every word of the Bible. I believe everything it says. It says that Satan presents himself as a minister of light. So what does that mean? The world has created a picture of Satan as a little devil with horns running around with a pitchfork. Like you're going to be able to, oh, that's the devil. No, that's what the, the devil wants you to think. But the enemy actually comes as something very beautiful, sed seductive, and partly true. And then he puts that lie on it. Just enough. To cause you disaster. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you can find truth in a lot of other religions. Don't get that twisted. There's a lot of things that are said. But it's just enough a lie. To steer you away from the truth. Do you understand? Or y'all understand? Because that's how Satan works. He comes at 90 different angles. For confusion. He wants to bunch all of it together. Uh, so you can have to choose which 900 things to believe. You understand? That's how he works. And the only safeguard you got is the spirit of truth. Do you understand? 
That's why when we when we try to talk knowledge with knowledge and people who are educated, we're, we're not going to see eye to eye. Because to me, the highest level of education is the word of God. Because it's through the word of God that I met the spirit of truth. That truth will lead me and guide me into all truth. I believed it from the very beginning. When I came into contradictions, well, the one man's preaching this, another man's preaching that. In my heart, I believed. I said, God, I know your words the truth. And it took years sometimes to shuffle through all the lies. Do you understand? But I believed. I believed the word of God. I believed it. When, when God said, uh, you know, when the Bible says you'll be anointed and you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. I believed it. And I received it. I received a spirit. Don't you understand? That transformed my whole entire life. Because that spirit opened up my eyes where I could see. You know, the, uh, the Bible says that the devil has blinded the hearts of the people of this world. He's the God of this age, this world, this worldly age. If you don't think Satan rules the world, You've got a whole nother thing coming. <laughs> he rules principalities and powers and darkness. And uh, these things are real. Demonics are real. Spiritual wickedness is real. All you got to do is look. Look outside. But you know what the Bible said? Jesus said to Nicodemus. Listen, listen to what Jesus says to Nicodemus. He said, you must be born again or you will not see the kingdom of God. You must be born of the spirit or you will not be able to see the kingdom of God. So while Satan has blinded the whole world and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one, God wakes people up with the spirit of truth. That's why we have no fellowship with darkness, because we're not of them. They're not of us. We can't coexist like that. Do you understand? We're two entirely different creatures. Are y'all, are y'all understand what I'm saying? Nicodemus was asking, I'm going to just get into that real quick. He was saying, uh, you know, Jesus was like, man, you're the teacher of all of Israel and you don't know this? The teacher of all of Israel. Probably one of the wisest ones there was. He's like, you don't understand this? How can you understand anything I tell you about the kingdom of God if, if you don't believe earthly things that I'm telling you? He says the wind comes and it blows and you don't see the wind, but you see the effects of it. See, and that's the problem. See, you have to have the eyes to see the kingdom of God. You see it. It's a spiritual thing. You recognize it. You see the word of God and that it's true. Everything the Bible has said, I've pretty much encountered or have recognized in the spirit of truth. When a, a person is preaching, listen man, I can listen to preachers all day. It, it don't even matter if I've heard what they've said before because when the spirit's there, it's like my heart just leaps with joy because my spirit bears witness with his spirit. And man, that's the truth. You understand? Uh, and it's a spiritual thing. How many knows that the Bible says that sin blinds us from the truth? That's a revelation that we need to understand. 
your sin is blinding you from the truth. There's a veil that lies on your hearts and the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. Do you understand? Look, the ghost. So, anyways, uh, let's uh, let's just jump into uh, these scriptures real quick, and we'll try to move forward. Uh, John chapter fourteen, verse six. Listen, I just I need you to catch this revelation, man. I need you to catch this understanding because this is what I, I encounter. I encountered a spirit. And that spirit put something in me that caused me to just love to search. Dude, it's the craziest thing. See, you might not be able to see it. I can see it. Because when I get off work, I like to go home and drink my coffee and study. That ain't Daniel Jenkins. Do you understand? That's a spirit in me that transformed me to something else. Do y'all, are y'all with me on that? Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Man, and see, I can see it, and sometimes God has to remind me, and that's why I get up here and remind y'all, and, you know, I make myself out to be a fool often. Because I've learned you can't boast in the flesh. But don't underestimate my flesh, because in the flesh, I know a lot. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, And not boasting in that, but I'm saying, man, you talk about it, I'm going to tell you something about it. I mean, there's hardly anything, because I study everything. Do you understand? You want to know about religion? Come talk to me. Any of them. Philosophy? I love philosophy. I do. It's weird, but uh, I've studied everything. I mean, not that I'm, I ain't got more to study because I do. When I'm 50, dude, I'm going to be 10 times swole up here. Do you understand? You get what I'm saying? Like, dude, it's a, I'm, I'm continually learning. You can always learn. As a matter of fact, the Bible says you have to become a fool. To become wise, what is that saying? It's saying that if you know everything, you can't learn nothing. But if you come as a little child, you can learn. It's okay to be a fool in this season so you can be wise in the next one. It's okay to humble yourself and say, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Are you all with me? All right, let's get to the scripture. John chapter 14. Well, first I want you to start at um, verse 6. It says, Jesus said to him, I am the way. The truth and the life. No one comes to me or no one comes to the father except through me. Now, that right there alone, it it eliminates you either going to believe the Bible or you're going to believe the 9000 other religions. Do You understand Jesus is either a psychopath and crazy or he's the Messiah. You understand there's no in between. You either believe the Bible that Jesus is the way and the only way, or you don't believe the Bible and you and you bought some kind of, in my opinion, a lie somewhere. The truth is the truth. I can't deny the truth. I, I preach the truth. I believe the truth. And to me, that's the truth. You understand? I mean, I mean, I'm, I can't compromise and say, well, maybe, uh, you know, there's some other way. Jesus says if somebody tries to come in another way, they're a thief and a robber. And let me tell you, there are demonics that attempt to go in another way. There are people who believe that uh, knowledge is salvation. 
and secret knowledge and hidden knowledge makes you like a God. This is what the elites and the secret societies are so secret about this knowledge. You know that they, you know, people literally actually believe and look, they, they promote it as a, a common thing. They use demons to do things in the earth for them, to give them knowledge, to give them money. You, do you understand that this is a real thing just because you don't see it or know anything about it? They do this and they and they promote it as nonchalant. Their, their fathers were witches and warlocks and. You know, it's a common thing to this other society. Anyway, all right, let's keep going. I'm telling you, we'll get crazy over here. Uh, John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Who is that he? The spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive. They can't, they can't receive it. Absolutely cannot receive the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. This is a little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. So the world will see, not see him anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and the Father in you and me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. Y'all paying attention? He who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And here's the key of why I really wanted you to come here. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. That is a personal revelation of Jesus Christ that I couldn't give to you if I wanted to. Only Jesus can. But I'll give you a hint. He says, follow my teachings. Keep my commandments and I will manifest myself to you. And so, like, we can argue all day about knowledge and all these things. But at the end of the day, the spirit of truth is the spirit of truth and the lie is the lie. I mean, it just is what it is. There's no reconciliation of that. But praise God that that God saved us the way he did because we were without hope and lost, period, in this world. Do y'all, do y'all understand how miraculous it is? What God has done? A holy and righteous God? How He's made a way for us to commune with Him? You, man, let me tell you, it, it's a, it, it's a beautiful thing. It's beyond our comprehension. I believe once we get to heaven and really see what's happened, we're gonna be cheering and praising God and crying. <laughs> anyway, alright. Uh, I'm going to speed this thing up. So my question is, uh, what is the truth? What is truth? Jesus says, I am the truth. I am the truth. 
That is a powerful statement. I am the truth. And, and we know that uh, Jesus's I am statements is a reference to uh, the God who met Moses on the mountain. Or do you all understand? He says, I'm the God of your fathers, Moses. Moses says, well, when I go to him, who do I tell him that you are? He says, I am that I am, which is translated to us in Hebrew, yod heh Yahweh, in Greek, Jehovah, you know, do you all understand? But how many knows that nobody was there to name God? He's the all-existent one. He always was and always is. Therefore, I am who I am, period. And the names of God are, are really titles. They're, they're titles of descriptions of how he's manifested himself to us. El-Rahi, the God who sees. Because uh, Hagar was out in the desert all by herself and an angel come to her and said, Hey, uh, you know, go back to Sarah and I'm going to bless your child. And then she says, Oh, El-Rahi, the God who sees me. Do you understand? So that's a name of God or a title. But you know what Jesus says? He says, Say my heavenly father. Are y'all with me? Uh, a lot of this uh, stuff can get real confusing uh, because why? We were dealing with a Satan who wants the worship of God. Uh, so, look, I'm going to follow the teachings of Jesus and say, Heavenly Father. Are you with me? Anyway, let's just go another way. Um, this is going to blow your mind right here. And I, I, I had thought about not, not even bringing it to light because I wasn't sure if it was relevant, but I feel like you can handle the truth. How many of you have ever heard of Socrates and his demon? Do you know that Socrates never took credit for the knowledge that he contained? But he said, his, his, well, and it was Plato who addressed this issue and wrote about it. It was his diamond, not demon, diamond, which is where we get the word demon. Do you understand that all that vast knowledge and wisdom that he contained, he gave credit to a diamond, which we get the word demon. And in Latin, it means genie, jinn, like Islam's version of demonics, genie, you know, like Aladdin. Genie in the bottle, you know, genie, a gin, right? Which also gives us the word genius, which is a person who has a gin. We're not going to go there, but see, we've been brainwashed in the Roman Greek education and thought. You know, we want to be a genius, right? We want to be a, uh, have our own diamond, right? And you think, well, that's a fantastic and extreme way to put something, right? Is it, though? Is it? When people are so intelligent out of this world, their intelligence comes from a place that is not of their own. Let me tell you something about the kingdom of Satan. He will speak truth. 
just enough to where it will confuse you about what is the truth. Do you understand? And uh, the thing about Satan is he's got this whole world blinded through sin. And, and it takes a manifestation and a revelation of God himself to break you away from that blinding. But the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. That truth is a hint. The spirit of truth. Are you with me? All right. So. I'm not going to keep just dragging this on, but I need you to understand that what we praise as, oh, he is a genius. Do you not know some of the most intelligent men of this world were pure Evil. Spoke nine, ten different languages, things we wouldn't even dream of. But is that not what Lucifer presented to Adam and Eve? The knowledge. See, because knowledge is not in itself bad. There's actually good and evil in it. And you have to grow in the spirit to be able to discern the truth. So, the reason I'm bringing you down this road is trying to get you to understand it's not that I personally don't like knowledge. It's that I see it for what it is. And we boast about things that are evil. And we think we know everything when, in fact, we know nothing. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to end with this because I just want you to see this. I want you to see this. It's written right here in the Bible for us. Acts chapter 26, verse 15. Oh, that's not even where I wanted to go. I don't even know if I wrote it down. Lord, help me. Oh, it's Acts chapter 16, verse 16. <coughs> Are y'all getting something out of this, man? I'm, I'm trying to get you there because sometimes I just say stuff. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't explain stuff, then it gets taken as if, like, I'm just some kind of crazy fool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but most of this stuff I've studied intently. As a matter of fact, witchcraft and you name it. Satanism, I mean, put it out there. Paganism, all the different gods, Greek, uh, you know, uh, every one of them. And you know what's funny about it? When you study all of it, it all makes perfect sense. It does. And it goes right to the fallen angels. Do y'all understand? The whole world starts making sense. It all actually, maybe that's what I was looking for and didn't know it. At the end of the day, everything I learned was that everything's of the devil. Praise God. I mean, most of everything we entertain ourselves with is of the kingdom of the devil. It's sad. That's where we're at. What is good, holy, right, and true is went completely out the window. As a matter of fact, even in Christianity, we've come to a place where most of the religion in Christianity is just, it's no power in it at all. It's not the spirit of truth. It's not the Holy Spirit. It's a form of religion. Satan did that too. Do you understand? All right. So you got to realize that Paul, his whole life, man, he studied the Torah. He studied the uh, uh, 
the ways of the Pharisees. He studied the Romans. He, he knew the wisdom of a lot of things. Uh, but at the end of the day, it wasn't until Jesus knocked him down where he said, Lord, who are you? I'm Jesus. He couldn't have found God any other way. Do you understand what I'm saying? It was a manifestation, a revelation of Jesus. And uh, and I'm not saying like God's going to come knock you down off your horse and you're going to be like, well, Paul had a, a super high calling. And uh, God had something he was doing in the earth. But what I am telling you is that if you receive something I'm saying and think in, in your heart, it burns and you're like, that's the truth. That's the spirit. It's God who's allowing you to see. It's you who still has a choice to respond to those things. God does not force you or, or, or do anything. Do you, are you all with me? So, anyway, alright, last thing, I'm done. Acts chapter 16, verse 16. Now it happened, as we went to prayer, that a certain slave girl was possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, who bought, listen to what, what he said, who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. So while Paul is on his journey, he runs into a girl who's possessed with a spirit, with a diamond. Are you with me? And that spirit is telling her the future. And her Masters were making a lot of money off of that spirit inside of her. Who brought her master much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, These are the servants of the Most High God. Who proclaimed to us the way of salvation. This she did for many days. Listen to this. (laughs) But Paul, so for many days, this girl has got a demon following Paul and them around him. For whatever reason, he, he, he held his peace as long as he could. And then he finally gets annoyed. It says, but Paul, greatly annoyed, turned aside and said to the spirit, who is he talking to? The girl or the spirit? The spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. Listen, man. This demonic spirit gave her knowledge of the future. She possessed a spirit, uh, which I believe in the Greek is... Uh, a serpent spirit or a, a python spirit. Divination. Uh, if you want to get real interesting, go study the word Vatican. I'm not going there. But anyway. Um, um, anyways, uh, you know, the Apollo, uh, the temple of Apollo, these people would prophesy the future. 
The devil does everything in mimics of what God does. He's trying to get it to you another way. And at the end of the day, he's going to use you, abuse you, and leave you. That's what Satan does. He cares nothing for you. And you think, well, oh, the it's like a, a butterfly to the flame. You know, you're drawn to this knowledge and you want to know and he's using it against you, you know, and you, you're like, wow, this secret knowledge and this whatever. And, and you're messing with demons. You're messing with the spirit world. Ouija boards and all that is demonic. Don't y'all understand? There's no in between. God absolutely forbids it. And you know why he forbids it? Because those spirits can come into you that way. Do you understand? Um, so I'm going to end this message soon, but I need you to understand that everything, the prophets and uh, the things that are, uh, you know, the things that people are seeking in the flesh and trying to get it another way instead of coming through the door. Man, the prophets did all that. They prophesied by the Spirit of God. They had secret knowledge by the Spirit of God. God revealed to them all things. And at the end of the day, God didn't leave them stranded, abused, uh, and destitute. See, he's a counterfeit. Don't you understand? And it's a deception. It's 80% true. That 20% lie will cost you everything. Do you see what I'm saying? Let me let me tell you something. Have you ever heard of astro projection? Most of you probably haven't because you haven't studied all the stupid things I've studied. Uh, but this literally is where they their 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 spirit these people can leave their body and uh, a demon inhabits their body and they can literally travel and they can come into your room. And they can do these things. Oh, I believe all of it. And I'm going to tell you why I believe it. Because the prophets can do the same thing. The book of uh, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, it talks about the abilities of uh, Elijah and Elisha. You know, the king kept having these, uh, he was coming to attack uh, Israel. And he, he did it so many times. But every time the uh, Israelites were somewhere else and the king got to the place to where he was like, he was like, man. Uh, which one of y'all is against me in telling the king of Israel uh, every time I'm coming to attack him? And uh, one of them spoke up and said, no, it's Elijah. He he hears the things that uh, you're saying in your bedroom. <laughs> he 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 hears those things that you're saying on your your pillow. Hold on, I'm not even done because Jesus did the same thing when uh, Nathaniel. I believe it was Nathaniel, it might have been Philip, where one of the disciples went and got him. He said, oh, I've seen you under the tree. And he believed it's like, wow, you are the Messiah. Do You understand? Or there's even another time. And I'm just this is just that extraordinary stuff that I have to pray about even bringing it to light because people are like, wow, let me tell you. So if you do not believe in the supernatural, the Antichrist is going to deceive you very quick. He's going to come with marvelous signs. You understand? The question is, do you have the spirit of truth to discern the difference? Supernatural is real. Spiritual is real. The reason you don't believe it is because you have been blinded by Satan himself. See, because the truth is actually behind the rock. Everything we're seeing in the physical 
It's the removal of that rock where the truth is. That's the real reality of everything going on. We're just seeing the uh, uh, the outward manifestation of it. All right, I'm, I'm done. I promise. See, God is so beautiful that uh, He created uh, everything in this world and, and desires our fellowship with Him. Uh, and, and He gave it to us by a way that seems foolish to mankind. And that's what Paul says. He calls the gospel foolish. But it's the power of God to those who believe. Uh, and, and, and I'm telling you, like, you can receive the spirit of truth by repentance and faith towards Jesus Christ. And he says, I will never leave you orphans. I will come to you. You know, we're, we're fighting this battle and we think we're doing it in the flesh. But the truth is, there is a spiritual war. We ain't even the ones fighting. Y'all understand? They're fighting. They're fighting over you. They're fighting over us. At the end of the day, uh, you know, we're, we're watching the rise of a one world government. We're, we're watching everything that the Bible said already. I mean, I've been watching for this for since I was a kid. I remember sitting in the pews and hearing about this new world order that would rise up. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy, you know, and you don't believe it. And now that it's here, stuff like that. And you're like, man, that's amazing. And then you start looking at everything that the Bible has said. And you're like, man, that's amazing. It's, it's like you step back and you can see the big picture. I can see. I can see I'm not blind to those things. I see them. And I know that, that Satan's in the midst somewhere working some things together. And let me tell you something. Every spirit that is not of Christ is antichrist. So you're, you're looking here for the antichrist. You're looking there for the antichrist. But at the end of the day, all those antichrist spirits are going to unite as one. Do you understand? That's how a thousand points of light works. He's going to put all 10,000 lights out there. And then at the end of the day, all of them are going to come together for one world religion. And look, there's even going to be a branch of Christianity so you can join them too. But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. The ones who are really of the Spirit and of the truth are going to be persecuted. Say the Lord return. I mean, I don't know. You know, we might be out of here before that. I don't know. I'm not, see, I'm wise enough to say, man, I don't know. I've studied it a thousand times and I don't know still. But I know, uh, that there's some prophets in the, in the in the book of Revelations that are martyrs that are going to be martyred for their faith. So there's that. So anyway, so I don't want to get into the theological things, but I just want you to understand you can have the spirit of truth. I can possess the spirit of truth. And it's not that I know all truth right now, but he's going to lead me into all truth. I trust that. I believe that. I know that even when I'm seeking something that doesn't make sense, that God can show it to me. Sometimes I study in the flesh and I try to know and I try to know everything and I get so frustrated I just go to sleep. Then five years later I'll wake up and be like, man, that's why. I get it. It's weird when I'm not even looking for it. So anyway, uh, I'm going to end this message. But let me tell you, man, this stuff is real. Spiritual warfare is real. Satan is real. Demonics are real. 
The whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. That's why I say, you know, when, when we promote the world's education, it ain't no better than the system of Babylon. They were intelligent too. That's what I'm saying when I say that. Do you understand? But it's by faith in God that we get the spirit of truth and that spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. And not only that, protect us. Are you with me? From the things you can't even see. We need that spirit. Are y'all with me? Praise God. I love y'all. I'm going to um I'm going to end this message, but I just want to say a prayer for us. You know, Pilate says, "What is truth?" And Jesus didn't answer him. But he had already said it. I am the truth. And there's a spirit of truth. He will be in you. He'll be with you. The world can't receive him. The world don't know him. But you will know him. Spiritual things. I love y'all. I hope I didn't freak y'all out with all my demonic talk and talking about the kingdom of Satan. But dude, look, if somebody don't tell you, how you going to know? You know what I'm saying? Like somebody has to explain Like this is real. Dude, I, I believe every word of the Bible. That Man, I believe it. If it's in there, I believe it. Period. There's no way around that for me. The problem is, God help my unbelief. You understand? Alright, I love y'all. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much just for giving us another day to fellowship in your name. I pray that you just give us the wisdom and revelation. Open our eyes to your kingdom and to the truth and to light and what is good and what is holy and teach us to walk in your ways so that we can see the truth and understand the truth. We pray that you just be with each and every family in this room, Lord God. Raise us to be strong in our heart and in our spirit and in our mind, Lord God, that we would worship you with our heart, soul, and mind with every ounce of strength we have. And I pray that you give us a spirit to stand against adversity and a spirit of truth, Lord, that won't whimper back and won't cower down, but will speak the truth. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.